Hello and welcome to another episode of At Any Rate. I'm your host, Natasha Kanova, and I head JP Morgan Global Commodities Research. Today, we would like to discuss our outlook on oil balances and prices for 2024 and 2025 and uh, OPEC's exit strategy. Um, so after dropping by an estimated 17% in 2023, um, Brent oil prices uh, expected to remain largely flat in 2024, and we believe they will edge further down by about 10% in 2025. Uh, our Brent forecast for this year and next has not changed since June to all of our listeners, and is expected to average about $81 in 2023. Uh, so year to date, realized about 82 and $83 in 2024. In this report, we extend our outlook through 2025 with an average print price target of $75 per barrel. Um, so first, you know, a couple of words of what happened in 2023 to all of our listeners, you know, that our view has been that demand is not going to be an issue at all this year, even last November, when we introduced our outlook for 2023, our view was that demand will be solid, we just had too much pent up demand. And because of that, regardless of, you know, the economic, the global economic uh, growth this year, we felt that demand will perform. So, so far, you know, year to day, what we're averaging is that the world demand is on pace to grow a solid 1.9 million barrels per day this year. Uh, so it's, you know, clearly boosted by reopening uh, China from lockdowns. That's about two thirds of the demand growth paired with reasonably resilient developed world economic conditions. More than offsetting this, however, is that non-OPEC supply surged by about 2.2 million barrels per day with most of the supply coming from the Americas again. To all our listeners, you know that this is a recurring subject of our pub, of our publications and our podcasts. Um, so U.S. oil producers are leading the surge, with U.S. supply rising a massive 1.5 million barrels per day over a year ago levels, with 1 million barrels per day gains coming from crude and condensate alone. Uh, after reaching an all-time high in 2022, again, this is total liquids. Yes, it's crude, condensate, and natural gas liquids. Uh, U.S. oil liquid supply is on track for a second consecutive record in 2023. Meanwhile, record output from Brazil and Guyana contributed another 600 kBD of growth. Um, so overall, when you put those numbers together, with non-OPEC supply more than sufficient to fully cover global oil demand, OPEC Alliance has been left having to cut production to balance the markets. Uh, even with the block's effective spare capacity at a massive 4.1 million barrels per day, uh, by the way, this is a historic high at the time of record demand. Brent oil price has averaged only $82 year to day, 17% lower than in 2022. So looking into 2024, we expect more of the same. Um, so despite sustained economic headwinds, uh, we see demand rising by solid 1.6 million barrels per day to a record annual high of 102.8. Uh, underpinned by very robust emerging markets uh, demand, resilient U.S. and weak but stable Europe. Demand composition, however, will likely flip uh, with two-thirds of the demand gains set to come from the overall economic expansion, while continued normalization of jet fuel will contribute uh, the rest. Non-impact supply, uh, again, should, have, should drive overall growth. In production, uh, so we're projecting a growth of about 1.7 million barrels per day, uh, more than matching growth in demand. Again, U.S. will likely slow, uh, U.S. gains will likely slow to 800 kBD, boosting total liquids production to a fresh annual high. Canadian oil supply should rebound by an estimated 500 kBD um, after production recovers from fires, 
and maintains depressed 2023 levels. Canada is very important in, in that, that there's a, a very significant amount of base effect, mostly because this year Canadian production overall contracted because of the of this, uh, the fires in summer. So Guyana, ExxonMobil has started production at the third offshore oil development in November of this year. So it's bringing the total capacity to about 620 kBD. And we believe Guyana will deliver another 170 kbd of annualized growth and Argentinian supply will rise by about 75 kbd. So again, similarly to this year, to keep the oil markets balanced, uh, if that's what OPEC decides, OPEC alliance would need to continue to constrain production. So 2025 is shaping up as a very interesting year uh, in that the oil balances should loosen further. Uh, we believe that global oil demand growth will likely decelerate to about 1 million barrels per day. Uh, why? So first of all, you know, the last phase of the post-pandemic rebound would be done. Yes, so we, we don't have pent-up demand anymore left. Uh, in our numbers, we believe that by February 2025, jet fuel demand will normalize back to 2019 levels. But at the same time, what is interesting in 2025 and now numbers, we see that Advancing energy efficiencies, expanding electric vehicle fleet will gain ground. And actually, we noticed the numbers uh, changing the demand composition on year over year on annualized basis. So this will be the year, for example, when we believe that global gasoline demand will decline on annualized basis globally. So again, non-opac supply should have no difficulties keeping up with demand. Uh, we have about 2 million barrels per day surge in non-opac supply. It's underpinned by large-scale offshore developments in Brazil, Guyana, Senegal, and Norway. Um, clearly, there are questions that hang over the ability of U.S. producers further to increase production in response to demand growth. So we believe U.S. is capable of delivering another 700 kBD of growth in 2025, assuming that our 2024 price forecast of $83 brand 1790i uh, materializes. Uh, importantly, with the Permian wells uh, trending lighter, we believe that half of that gain will come from natural gas liquids. So lower 48 should contribute to another 320 kBD. Most of that from the Permian and the Gulf of Mexico will likely grow about 85 kBD. Importantly, the share of U.S. oil in total non-OPEC supply growth should decline in 2025 as large-scale offshore developments in Brazil, Guyana, uh, Senegal and Norway continue to ramp up. Um, so reversing a long decline in spending on the, the decades-long projects, we actually noticed a significant amount of uh, capital that was put by global oil companies into offshore drilling. So those are very initially very expensive and time-consuming and the wars, but at the same time, offshore production uh, relies on massive economies of scale. And because of that, the moment they put in production, they produce vast amounts of oil for decades at the time. So in total, we estimate that eight floating production storage and offloading the so-called FPSO vessels with combined capacity of about 1.4 million barrels per day are committed for delivery in 2025. So with demand gains set to slow and non-OPEC supply surging, the market would likely shift into a large surplus in 2025. So invariably, to make room for this supply growth, OPEC plus members would need to deepen current cuts by about 1 million barrels per day, where the alliance to stick with uh, market management strategies. All this throws a sharp focus on OPEC's exit strategy. Um, so the next, the, the November 26 meeting just got uh, postponed. So our uh, expectations is that at the next meeting, 
Uh, we expect Saudi Arabia and Russia to extend their voluntary production and export cuts through the first quarter of 2024. At the same time, our view on demand for next year suggests that as long as the broader OPEC Plus maintains the 2 million barrels per day cut in quarters, which were agreed in November 2022, and the extra 1.7 million barrels per day of some curbs, um, of additional curbs from some members that were pledged in April 2023. Uh, we believe that Saudi, uh, Saudi Arabia and Russia will be able to unwind some of their 1.3 million barrels per day voluntary reductions starting from April 2024. So assuming that Saudi Arabia pumps additional 250 KBD and Russia increases its exports by 150 KBD, uh, we believe that global oil inventories will likely stay flat in 2024 and build about 1.2 million barrels per day in 2025. So under this scenario, which is our baseline scenario, Brent oil price should average $83 in 2024 and $75 in 2025. Uh, however, we're making a case that uh, choosing higher volumes might make sense in order to achieve better optionality in the future. Um, so we're Saudi and Russia to bring back the full 1.3 million barrels per day of self-imposed curbs into the market in April. Global oil surplus would likely surge to about 700 KBD in 2024 and 2.1 million barrels per day in 2025. So our pricing model suggests that the annualized impact on the price will be only $6 in 2024 to about $77 on average, and $10 in 2025 to $65 on average after adjusting for potential supply response from price-sensitive producers. So spot WTI below $70 and the future strip into low 60s would likely trigger a slowdown in drilling and tracking activity from the U.S. producers in the second half of next year, um, shaving about 200 KBD of our 760 KBD projected growth in the US supply for 2024. Uh, at the same time, in 2025, we believe that under this scenario, US oil and condensate production will likely contract by 150 KBD, while natural gas liquids output will continue to grow by about 150, uh, keeping total US liquids production flat compared to our best baseline projections of uh, 740 KBD growth. Um, and importantly, there is a substantial number of elections in 2024. It's you know important to keep in mind, we have Taiwan in January, Russia in March, US in November, Venezuela late uh, 2024, that could potentially heighten volatility of oil prices. Thank you all for joining me today. Thank you all to listening to the Commodities Edition at JP Morgan's at any rate podcast. We look forward to continue the conversation next week and happy and safe Thanksgiving to all. Uh, we're so thankful to have you in our community. This communication is provided for information purposes only. Please refer to JP Morgan research reports related to its content for more information, including important disclosure. 2023. JP Morgan and Chase Company, all rights reserved. This episode was recorded on November 22nd, 2023.